Welcome to Gen Gap Cast, the podcast that takes a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the daughter. And today, Meg, we're talking about moving out, specifically the motivations and implications of moving out of your parents' house. And what might stop people from doing so. Absolutely. So, are, d- did you move out? That's a term you could use for it. <laughs> yeah, we're about to get into that. And it's there's going to be some tea spilt, I think, uh, and some hot takes, right? Hot tea will be spilled. Hot tea will be spilled. So before we get into that, I will say that um, according to research, uh, less people, less millennials uh, are moving out of their parents' home. They're staying in their parents' homes Longer. In fact, last year there was a court case that the parents were suing their son to get the heck out of the the, the basement. Okay. Um, but why? What, what was why so bad they, about him? Why were they? Well, because uh, I think he was like thirty something, and um, they were just kind of tired of him living in their basement. wasn't really contributing to the household, um, and they wanted him out. And they, you can't evict a family member, right? So uh, they You can, it's called abandonment. You could, but that means that they would have to move out of their house, which, you know, kind of defeats the purpose. Or you just sell the house without them knowing. (laughs) Could that happen? I mean, technically, if you're the owner of the house and they're not, you could. Right. So, I mean, staying at home, um, especially if you are... Um, okay. You know, yes. Hi. Love the facts. Love the facts. Love the hot takes. Uh, well, there's no hot takes or just facts. I know. Okay. Sarcasm. I know. Before we get on to, you know, that train of thought, we're going to be a little personal. Okay. We're going to get a little personal. Are we're we? going to share a little bit about ourselves. Awesome. And we're going to start by me asking you. Yes. Why did you move out? What was your motivations? Uh, well, and my- how well did it go? Oh, that's that's a great question. So, uh, to give you a little bit of backstory, there, uh, my parents divorced when I was sixteen, and uh, I found myself suddenly uh, in a home with a father I didn't really know very well. Right, so uh, my dad worked sometimes three jobs and uh, did a lot of providing for us, but wasn't at home much. I was more tied to my mom. Typical breadwinner, you would say. Yeah. Well, yeah. Typical 1970s kind of breadwinner, right? It was out there working, uh, bringing home the bacon for the family. So bacon. S- suddenly, uh, <laughs> suddenly my mom was gone and here's this guy I don't really know. And, uh, I found myself spending a lot more time away from the home. So I'd go over to friends' homes or spend a lot of time at work or, just driving around. I just basically did not want to go home. And as soon as I turned, yeah, as soon as I turned 18 and had enough money, um, I was out. How, Uh, how much was enough money back in your time? Well, so the situation was I had a sister that was living down, uh, in Arizona 
And uh, I went down there for a little bit of a vacation and decided on that vacation that this is where I wanted to live, right? I wanted to get out of where I was living and uh, move in with my sister. And she um, said yes. So the amount of money that I had wasn't, wasn't a lot. It was a few hundred dollars, basically enough to get me gas to, you know, to move down and help with uh, some of the, the utilities. And I was living in a, a pool home, pool house in, in Arizona. Huh. Huh. So I learned. you say, how did it go? I think initially it, it went well uh, until I ran out of money and had to go find a job. And uh, I really wanted to get out on my own. Didn't want to live in my sister's home forever because uh, the intent was to start establishing myself and my life. And so uh, I had my ups and downs, but overall it was a very positive thing for me. What belongings did you have to take down? Uh, well, I had my some clothes. Yes. I had a telescope. Um, <laughs> yeah. So imagine this. I had at the time a little Honda Civic three-door hatchback, right? Wait, three-door? Yeah. So two doors and a hatch. You follow? No, not really, but continue. Okay. Doesn't really matter. Anyway, a little Honda Civic three-door hatchback that had a huge subwoofer enclosure in the back. So not much of a trunk space. So nerd. myself and my friend, his name is Mike. Um, we packed that car full of all my belongings. What I did leave behind was all of my star Wars, uh, toys, uh, my dungeons and dragons materials and some assorted. But you have those. Uh, I know they were in my, my father's basement. I left them behind. Well, and he's I, nice to not throw them out. That's true. Uh, so I took my clothes. I took my telescope. Uh, I took records um, because those were coming with me. And uh, my tapes and some stereo equipment. And Your mixtapes? Your my, eight tracks? <laughs> they were not eight tracks. They were all cassettes. Uh, and yes, there were definitely... I was awesome at mixtaping. I, 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 you know, I, they were good. They were good. People that got my mixtapes... They, they kept them around. Um, now I have to know. Yes. Because I know how you are now. Did You had more records than you had shirts, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. In fact, uh, if I needed uh, uh, survival money, I was fully prepared to sell my record collection. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to do that because that would have been horrible. That would be like selling my child. Update on that. He still has those I do. effing records. I really, really do. Uh, and and uh, he has more clothes now too. Yeah, yeah, just slightly. So uh, packed my car, drove down to Arizona, uh, paid for a one-way ticket for Mike to get home on a plane and began my life in Arizona. So for me, moving out was definitely a, uh, a voluntary means to an end that uh, I felt I needed to do. Did you ever have a roommate? Uh, yeah. While I was living in Arizona, I, I lived with four other, three, three other people uh, in an apartment. And how big was that apartment? Uh, it was a two bedroom. So someone was sleeping in the living room? Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah. Sounds so nice. Like, was there a bunk bed? <laughs> <laughs> no bunk bed. So one roommate had her own bedroom. Uh, 
I was in a bedroom with a girl. Uh, so you lived was, with two women. I lived with uh, two women and a guy. The guy happened to be uh, gay. So I. Uh, yes. That sounds so like you. <laughs> I, I like, just need to know how did you meet these two women and this random gay guy? Well, I wish uh, there was a random gay guy. <laughs> do not do not demean Joe in that way. I'm um, not demeaning Joe. I'm just saying. Joe was did definitely you not know? a random gay guy. Um, <laughs> Before you moved there. No. Home? So okay. So we got to step back then, right? So I'm living in my 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 sister's house. Mm-hmm. Got to get a job. Was he the pool boy? No, he was not the pool boy. I had to get a job, so I got a job in a movie theater. And turns out a lot of people my age were working at the movie theater, so I had. Uh, an instant, you know, basically community of peers by which I could make friends. And I made friends and turns out they all wanted to go move out of their parents' homes. Um, And so we all just kind of pulled our money and went into an apartment together. How did that turn out? Not well, not well. No, uh, because in (laughs) in the middle, I switched rooms. Dad. Yeah, yeah, that was. So I, I, I dated everybody in that apartment except for Joe. I just, the things I learn about you. Yeah, and then eventually, um, because things are, you know. Awkward? Awkward, yeah, that's a good because way. Because you liked to try different mattresses? <laughs> you, make it, you make it sound, I was just. Uh, you know, uh, this I, one's too soft. This one's yeah, too firm. Yeah, this okay. one's just right. How so, you doing, Joe? Uh, they were, <laughs> how you doing, Joe? <laughs> Actually, I think somewhere in there, Joe left. So it was just me and the two girls. That's and, even worse. Yeah, no. Um, eventually, uh, myself and the most recent girl I was with moved out on our own. We went and got our own apartment. Don't tell me that was your first wife. No, no, okay, no. good. No, my first wife didn't happen until I moved back. Mistakes. Yeah, so so that's my move out story. Uh, what about yours? <laughs> Do you want the first one or the second one? <laughs> uh, your order. Let's go the first one. Let's go. Yeah, what, what happened there? I moved in with my boyfriend's fiance. Yes. That's how that went. Yeah. Um, did you know this fiance before you moved in with her? Yes. And how did you know her? Because I was dating her fiance. Yeah, that's happening. So let's get this straight. So for the listeners who are trying to follow along at, at home, believe me, this was a little bit convoluted. So <laughs> you bit. were dating him. He that, sh- Let- he that, he that, he sh- that shall not be named. We can call him Voldemort. Okay. You're, you're dating old Voldy. Yeah. Um, and he was uh, engaged at the time or not? Yep. Okay. So he was engaged. Now, if I recall correctly, his fiance was out of country. Yes. Okay. So you're here dating him. He is engaged to out of country girl. Let's call her Olga. Olga. So Olga, uh, but Olga comes over here on a visa. Yes, because Olga... Being the incredibly intelligent and smart woman she is. Yep. Those are two words that mean the same thing. I digress. 
uh, got an internship at one of the news companies. Right. So yeah. she comes over. She comes over on a visa. Doesn't have a place to live. Nope. Because like a week after she got there, uh, Voldemort's other ex, who he was renting his house from, decided, I don't want this guy there anymore. Yeah. It just, and so yeah. he this is fun. moved down to Texas uh-huh. to live with a girl he uh-huh. met online playing okay, video so games. Can I stop you right there? Yes. You're giving me heat about being in an apartment and switching rooms, but yet... Never mind. I never said that I didn't have worse. <laughs> so, so Olga gets in town. Olga gets in town. And Voldy is in Texas. Voldy is about to move to Texas. Okay. Um, but she did such a good job at her internship uh-huh. that she was offered a permanent well, position. That's awesome. Yeah. She, she, I remember Olga. She was amazing. She or was is amazing. Didn't... I don't know how Voldemort got her. She was... It's magic. Dark, dark, deep magic. Yep. Love potions were used. Anyway, yep. so what basically happens is he moves down to Texas. We get an apartment together so that she can stay in the States. Right. And I'd been wanting to move out. And, you know, in my naive 18-year-old brain, I was like, nothing can go wrong. This is a great situation to be in. So I'm going to stop you right there. We're going to leave our audience on a cliffhanger because it's time to take a break. So when we come back from break, I want you to continue telling your story because believe me, it gets better. Uh Uh-huh. And then we're going to talk about reasons. So we're talking about reasons to move out in our own ways. And we Mm -hmm. can talk about reasons why we moved out. General, why different generations and or genders may or may not move out. Um, But let's let's continue after the break. Sounds good. Okay. We are back. We are back and we're moved in, moved out. What are we're we? moved in. Are we moving? At this point. Okay, we're moved in. So let's let's pick up where we left off. Okay. So, so you uh, so just again, just to remind because, you know, the break was so long ago. Um, you were living in an apartment yes. with Voldy. No, Olga. With Olga. Sorry. Voldy, uh, Voldy was in Texas. Was in Texas. Okay. Shacking up with some other girl. Take it up from there. Okay. Okay. So about six months into living with Olga. Yes. Everything was fine. Everything was perfect. Yeah, it was awesome. Me and Olga Except for the along. cockroaches. It anyway. was a not, it was a, it was close to her work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So six months into living with her, Voldy comes back. Yay, as he always does. Because he broke up with Texas girl. Well, who saw that coming? And she, he moved in with us. Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? <sighs> Didn't even pay rent. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Voldy's there. Voldy's there. Olga's there. Olga's there. You're there. I'm there. Okay, this is this is going to turn out well, isn't it? So well. Yeah. Anyway, I had broken up with him yes. when he moved to Texas. Of course you did. That lasted until he walked into the door. Uh, he was he was a looker. <laughs> Just a face like a weasel. Yeah, something like that. So okay. greasy. Anyway. Let's be nice. 
I don't want to. Okay. Anyway, so I then again find out that he has picked up his relationship with both of us again. Uh, of course. Why again? Why and wouldn't he? Then yes, he and Olga come in one day. Yeah. To my bedroom. Yep. To let me know. Yeah. They found a dress to slip the piece and they're going to get married that weekend. Yay, there was much rejoicing. There was much feeling. <laughs> much feeling. So now the dynamic has changed. Yeah. So they get married. Then he then fully proceeds to introduce me to Todd. Okay, Todd, who we've talked about before. Yeah. Anyway... Crap happens with Todd. Yep. That happened. Yeah. Long story short, ended up moving back in with you and mom. Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, so. And then a year later proceeded to get kicked out by you. Yeah. Yeah. That happened too. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, I know you want to talk about it. This is where the tea is going to be spilled. Okay. We're going to get in there. Yeah, we're going to you get there. You opened it. I did. So. He does the worst thing he can do. Which is? Call me during a shower. Yeah, I did do that, didn't I? And then I answer because I'm an idiot. Yeah, well. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, is everything okay? And he's like, like, I'm taking, I'm about to take a shower. Can it wait? No. He, that's what you said. I said no. And the way his voice was, I was like, oh my gosh, one of my grandparents just died. Uh, no. Quivering with emotion. Mm -hmm. So I go upstairs. Yes. My sister is sitting on the couch. Yeah. My dad is standing in the counter. I am. A fair distance away from both of us. Uh -huh. Looks at us. Yep. And says, you have 30 days to get your shit no, out. No, I said 90 days. You have 90 days to get your shit out. Yep. This is no longer your home. And then proceeded to leave. Yeah. So that happened. Yep. Yeah. Not one of my finer moments. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. No. I mean, I was very lucky that your guilty conscience yes. like helped me get a place. <laughs> it was not my guilty conscience that helped you get a place. Oh, really? No. I did not do that because I had a guilty conscience. I did that because I wanted to help you and your sister get set. After... After Basically kicking you out of the house. us. Yes, yeah, well, you know, sometimes... Um, but, like, something that bothers... Why? 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 That's a great question. So... And this better be satisfactory. Uh, well, so here's the situation. I mean, I think we've established in, in few or past podcasts that you were ready to move out when you were six years old. <laughs> right? I mean... I think it was three. Yeah, you, you packed up your stuff, all your belongings, of which there weren't many, um, I remember a purse and uh, uh, plastic uh, Disney heels. Yeah, but no clothes. So I knew what I wanted to be. <laughs> but you were on the way out of, out the door, and and we asked you where you're going. You're like, I'm out of here. And so we knew at a very early age that you were going to leave the nest early. Uh, yeah, I want to leave the nest. I didn't want to get shot out of a cannon. Let me get there. Let me get there. So your sister. Um, who I adore, uh, would probably, if it was left up to her, would never leave the nest and not for any other reason other than she loves being around family and she was comfortable and, um, there was tension in the house. You know that. 
Yes. Um, there was... Of which I did not contribute because I am perfect. Well, of course. There were actually nights I did not want to come home um, because of the, of the tension. And I, you know, I, I felt that that was uh, one, you know, unfair to your mother and I because it was our house and I should be able to come home to our house. So are you talking about tension between you guys as parents and us as kids or tension I, between the tension. kids? There, there was a lot of tension going on between um, the kids, between the parents and the kids. It was, it was just tension. And that was a breaking, that night was a breaking moment for me. Right. It yeah. Was, and you really broke. I, I was broke. I, I did something that was a nuclear option for me. And not frankly something I wanted to do, but felt I had no other choice because things were not going to get better on their own. So something drastic had to happen. So thinking back on it, do you now think you had other options other than yelling at me and Kylie that we had 90 days to move out and that we uh, yeah, lost our Yeah, I, I, I could have absolutely handled it much better. Yes, absolutely. Would the end goal still be the same? Yes, absolutely. It was time. I'm just saying, maybe it was time for you, but the emotional scars on my heart say otherwise. I know, I know. Like I said, it, uh, I, if I had to do it all over again, I would, but the the I, the outcome would have been the same. It just wouldn't have been in such a dramatic fashion. But touching on that. Yes. Going back to why normal people might move out sometimes they are forced out sometimes they are i love that you say normal people you have to admit our family is far from normal uh we're we're yes we're normal in our in our abnormalities you kick me out and then help me pay a down payment for a house again i wasn't gonna have you be homeless i would have been fine renting anyway i digress okay Um, i could have saved all that money okay good to know (laughs) anyway so some people are kicked out of their houses. Yes. Some people leave by choice. Some yes. people, like my sister, are nesters. Well, and that's it. So like I said, at the top of the podcast, I, said, I mentioned that this generation, there are fewer and fewer people moving out. I think I can touch on that. Okay, please do. It, it goes back to our story a little bit. One of the reasons I was so angry and I was so frustrated at the kick from yes. the nest... The kick for the was yeah. the fact Why? that I knew I couldn't afford anything. Right. So, and that's, I think a lot of reasons, like, I think that's a huge reason why people don't move out. It's because we cannot afford to. Right. Studio apartments can cost up to $1,000 in rent right. a month. No, it's not cheap. Like they could be going to college right. and then after college, they have all that student loan debt to of pay debt. off. Right. Like, I feel like it was almost easier when you were younger to move out. Nope. But you still did it. I did it. Right. Because I had a place to go. I mean, that that's, let's be honest. I had a place to go. Right. Yeah. And so if I didn't have a place to go, um, I didn't know what my, my plan was just sticking it out until I had a place to go. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew eventually, um, 
you know, cause I was working, most of my friends were working. Mm-hmm. So I knew eventually I'd have enough money and or friends with money that we could go get a, a place together. That was, that was my plan B, right? Which was if plan A doesn't work out down in Arizona, plan B was to find a couple of people that I could live with. But I also knew I didn't want to live with people necessarily. I wanted to be on my own. Yes. I needed to be on my own. I yes. needed to, to prove to myself that I could live on my own. Completely understand that. Yeah. That's why I currently don't have a roommate. That's well, and, and that's it. Right. So, um, I, I, there were days I did not eat. Right. I, because I didn't have, I had money to pay the rent or to pay the utilities. Uh, but oh my uh, gosh, same. Yeah. So again, it was not easier. Okay. Okay. I would just like to interject that I'm tired of people saying millennials are lazy for not no, leaving their parents. I'm homes. not saying that they're, they're I know. lazy. You right? don't say that. Some people say Some that. People do. The millennials are the laziest, laziest generation. We're F- also fudge. well. We're F also seeing the, the rise of the the yeah the rise of multi generational households happening. So in other words, grandparents living with parents, living with sibling and living with children because they're finding it easier for childcare. They're finding it easier for expenses. Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, so uh, they like their family, they like their family being around them. Well, and think of, you know, as I'm getting older, the thought of, of having somebody in the home that can take care of me, help me is frankly attractive. Somebody that I know rather than a stranger who, you know, well, you missed out home. on that. Didn't I, ya? Well, you know, it's not over yet. Right. You, never mind. You're never moving back in it. We burned that bridge. Yeah. Although, anyway, yeah, you know. off of that fun topic, we're going to end <laughs> with something lighthearted. Which is? We're each going to share a bad roommate story. Uh, you know, I was a great roommate, but I did have, okay, um, because of my roommates, I hate Debbie Gibson. I don't know who that is. Uh, she's a singer. I guessed. Uh, she did a lot of mall concerts and oh. some concert concerts. That was Tiffany, actually, I think, was was the mall concert. But Tiffany and Debbie Gibson were fairly interchangeable. Um, so, story is, living in Arizona, two girls and Joe. Uh, they're all out doing stuff. Yes. Going to school, whatever. I'm home alone. Uh, bored, watching TV. And it's some award show, some music award show that Debbie Gibson is uh, MCing. Right? So, she's the, mm-hmm. the master of ceremonies. And I'm thinking, I cannot watch Debbie Gibson because I really didn't like her. I didn't hate her, but I didn't like her at that point. Why? I cannot, uh, she was annoying. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I can't watch, De- watch Debbie Gibson sober. So oh. um, I was of drinking age. I just want to put that out there. Um, we had vodka and we had orange juice. You made Screw a screwdriver. I made many screwdrivers um found myself very drunk watching debbie gibson which made it pal- you know palatable unfortunately i did not know that my roommates who had bought the orange juice had left it in there way past its prime oh no so not only did i have a great time watching debbie gibson but i also had a great time spending the night on the bathroom floor basically uh you know, throwing my guts up repeatedly cursing Debbie Gibson with everyone. So that's my story. (laughs) Yours. I would just like to reiterate. I lived with my boyfriend 
and his fiance. Uh I think the worst thing I did was sleep with my roommate's fiance. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to end on that. But before we go, let's talk about the podcast. Oh, yes. That's fun. This little thing that we're doing right now. Our yeah. faces are in microphones and you hear us. We do. We do. Anyway. So, uh, so uh, as a fan of the, uh, of the podcast, we like to, we actually invite you to subscribe. That way you get all of our new episodes automatically into your players. Also, um, we would like you to go to uh, iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating and also tell a friend. Uh, we're trying to increase our listenership. Well, I can't speak now. Uh, remind you know. you're just so emotional over <laughs> wanting to anyway over debbie gibson over so Debs- subscribe so bad memories review rate tell a friend uh how do our f- tell your roommate tell your, <laughs> tell your hopefully roommate. of which is not engaged uh doesn't and really you matter are sleeping with don't really care just want them to listen well i don't um, want them to associate our podcast with sleeping that's with true. their roommates Beyonce. Yeah, okay. We get it. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> nope. Because it still does not compute with me. <laughs> uh, how can our how can our listeners talk to us? Well, if you have your own story of sleeping with your roommate's fiance, you can go. Or getting drunk to Debbie Gibson. I think mine's a little more relatable. Anyway, you can go to Facebook, type in Gen Gap Cast in that handy little search bar. Yes. You like us, which basically means you're following us now. You'll yes. get updates when we post. Uh, when, and we need to get better about posting. Um, I have noticed, I know I haven't really been doing a very good job there. So my, my commitment to you, the listener, and to you, Megan, is that uh, I will do a better job at posting on Facebook. Cat Who memes. knows? Lots of, lots of cat memes. Cat memes are good. Yes. And I would also like to close out with, if... My dad's old roommates listen to this show. I would like to hear your side of the story. Oh, boy. Because technically, you are the villain for (laughs) drinking the orange juice. I am the villain. Absolutely, I'm the villain in this. Poor Debbie Gibson. She never knew. Anyway, I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I need therapy. And we'll see you all next week. (laughs) 